Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Skincare with Friends. Hello and welcome to Skincare with Friends. Today, myself and Natalie are talking about hydroquinone. Hydroquinone is a prescription-only treatment for hyperpigmentation and melasma and today we're unpacking some myths about it including whether it causes cancer, whether it can bleach your skin, whether it can actually make your pigmentation worse. Uh, It's a lovely chat between myself and my lovely friend. Uh, There is a tiny tiny little bit of swearing in there so just beware in case there's children around. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Um, And I had a couple of other questions. Anna Meek on Facebook. Yeah, she wanted to uh, animate sense. Does it lighten the skin in general or just the areas of pigmentation? And then another really funny person went, will your face explode if you use it pretty much for longer than 12 weeks? Yes, your face will explode. So Yeah, just literally dust. (laughs) Yeah. But it's true, isn't it? That's one of the most, like, energetic arguments. Yeah. Yeah. So should we just start crack on? Yeah, let's do it. I'm just going to type the questions at the bottom before I forgot them. That's all. Okay. Okay. So hello and welcome to Skincare with Friends with me, Mia Patton. Me, Natalie. 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 Bon Natalie. (laughs) So um, (laughs) those of you who don't know, I am a dentist and esthetician and skincare person on the internet who knows stuff about skincare and talks about it all day long. <laughs> what else like yeah what else do you do that's not really enough is it no you know and also mother of some amount of children <laughs> you like boris johnson you don't know how many kids you've got <laughs> <laughs> they just slid out and i forgot someone said boris johnson doesn't know how many children he has and i i entirely oh, believe that accusation yeah dear me how embarrassing Excuse me. i'm just gonna slip some beer hold on go for it Lovely. Oh, yeah, it is nice. <laughs> what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I've been doing other podcasts. I've been cheating on you with other people. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? It was nerve-wracking, if I'm honest. Talking was to it really? This, um, I was nervous, yeah. The president of Gladskin, Skylar Stein. Such um, a cool American name. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it, yeah, he just sounds like a a baddie, doesn't he? In a Superman film, it's just incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. so, um, how was Skyler? He was really nice, but you know, he was saying things to me like Silicon Valley, and I was going, "Oh, what?" <laughs> I'd be scared of speaking to the president of anything if "president" is in the title, unless it's president of a MLM. You know? Yeah. Um, you punch know. them then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah. that, that's pretty cool. So has it been? It was cool. Been, um, it's out. It's out. It's out it? in the world. Yeah, yeah. We talked about the skin microbiome, which is cool. And, and and just eczema in general. Yeah, yeah. He has has a product that treats eczema. Okay. So um, we talked about eczema, 
and how you can help eczema by uh, supporting the good bacteria that lives on your skin. Okay. And uh, yeah. So is it controversial, his like his products, his treatment or not really? No, it's like an, he has an enzyme which helps to tackle uh, the bad bacteria, Staph aureus, and promotes good bacteria to colonize the skin. So yeah, I, yeah, I I don't know. You know, I haven't seen any studies about it, but it sounds good. He says that it's doing really well and people are getting on with it and it's working. Oh, that's so cool. Sounds good anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wicked. So he's he's obviously based in the states then. Yeah. And is that available worldwide though? Uh, in Britain, yeah, yeah. I think in Europe, it's widely available. Oh man. You know, the things that used to be widely available to people in the UK are slowly becoming yeah. less widely available. Less widely available, uh, absolutely. Uh, it's you know, uh, so much. So bad. Not yeah. to get political, but, you know, Brexit. I, so yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, it is. And, like, I think I was reading a post by PSA Skin today saying, "I'm we are mm. so sorry, but we're basically going to have to cancel all orders made by British people. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just awful. It's a really, like, you've gone through a really shitty hard year as a business anyway, unless you're 100%, you know, online sales, in which case, well done you. Um, But, you know, PSA Skin, I don't know how old they are, and I'm assuming they're American. Mm. Um, But, yeah, so they've had to cancel all all their UK sales. It's just... Oh, that's not ideal, is it? No, it's really crap. Really, really crap. Um. So, yeah, we're slowly coming out of a mm. pandemic, but into, well, in Britain. Into Brexit. Into the realities wow. of Brexit, yeah, which has been talked yeah. about for the last five years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's getting very tiresome now, but it's <laughs> going to get worse. Yeah. It's tiresome. Um, we're talking today about hydroquinone. I just did a really yeah. quick poll um, on my um, um, Natalie SWF um, Instagram page to see mm. how many people had are like 10 people have voted I only did it like half an hour ago but pretty much all of those people (laughs) apart from me Mm -hmm. um do not use hydroquinone and most didn't really know what it was I think two out of ten um knew what it it did but no one no one has used it um Mm -hmm. but you know maybe we we know what it is because we've yeah we live with pigmentation strife um, yes, to a certain extent. So I guess perhaps that's not. It's just not going to be on your radar, is it? Unless no, it's not something you can buy. So people don't yeah. hear about it then, do they? Yeah, yeah. It's well, um, it's uh, yeah, it's prescription only. So that makes it harder for everyone to get a hold of it. But uh, you know, whenever anyone asks me what they should use for melasma or pigmentation, I just hydroquinone. That's it. And then mm-hmm. what about? licorice or azelaic acid like no don't bother just get some hydroquinone it works yeah I mean it's one of those yeah it was one of those just like the gold gold standard gold standard but like a lot of gold standard things comes with a bit of controversy as well doesn't it Um, yeah so that's what the whole point of this episode is is to cut through the nonsense and bullshit and myths um it's not all wonderful (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there can be risks associated with it but we're going to dive into that now um yeah 
So don't be scared. I was trying to figure out whether it's available over the counter at all in America. Or is it I didn't think it was, and it's only okay in strengths between two to four percent. But I didn't. I thought it was only prescription in the states. I could be wrong though. Yeah, I know at least it used to be available up to two percent over the counter. Hmm. There's a product called Admire My Skin, which I've heard people talking about on the melasma groups. That's got two percent hydroquinone, and that's just available over the counter in the states, is it? Yeah. Yeah, my my skin. Just googling it. Um, I love the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yes, it's available. Dark spot corrector, two percent hydroquinone. Thing is, though, just give yeah. me four, really. Yeah. <laughs> but if that's working for you, then you know, not a yeah. piece of chips. But um, four has worked for me. I don't know, where, where are you in your melasma journey? Uh, not melasma journey, well, well kind of, but where, yeah. where are you in your hydroquinone journey? My hydroquinone journey has stopped because mm-hmm. I'm on a break from Dermatica and uh, it's come back. Yeah. Really quickly. Oh, yeah. How long did it take for, for it to be noticeable again after stopping Just it? A few, a few weeks, yeah. I thought I was good and then, you know, maybe like four six weeks and I'm like no there's that lacy brown patches everywhere yeah like a little doily (sighs) just all of a sudden it seemed to just appear oh okay not doing so well as I thought you know I've been wearing my SPF every day obviously and using uh tretinoin and niacinamide and azelaic acid Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. but that's not enough it came back anyway yeah and and uh we've said it before but um uh what were we using by um oh not skin and me what's the one that oh, basically said it was as as efficient as um hydroquinone but it totally wasn't oh, we both used it tranexamic acid from tranexamic yeah that does five percent yeah it wasn't efficient at all it didn't do no, anything no no it wasn't mm. Um, so you are off yours for a bit because you have to, as directed by um, very responsible people at Dematica Skin, yes. which is great. Um, it responsible but really annoying. Um, mm. I am in my third month, so this is of of knowing oh. 0.01 with four percent hydroquinone. Um, mm-hmm. I love it, but I have to say I've been getting really, really, really flushed cheeks, really flushed yeah. lately. Um, but I use it every night. I don't kind of give yeah. myself a break from it. So, you know, that is my own fault. But um, yeah, and my skin is really dry, especially around my eyes, which is kind mm. of where the where the pigmentation is. So it sucks a little bit because I think sometimes I just think, yes, I'd love the area around my eyes to look really plump, hydrated and not crinkly. Mm. <laughs> but I also love not having you know, a Batman mask around my face, which is what, you know, my, my yeah. pigmentation looks like. Sucks, doesn't it? Can't have it all. Yeah, that's really unfortunate that you've got, you know, the pigmentation is just where it is. Yeah. Right on the bit of your face that will suffer the most from being dry. Yes. 
Yeah, and definitely, you know, it's in other places. So I apply it really liberally to my forehead where I've just got little sort of dots of, mm. you know, pigmenty spots and, and on my cheeks, but it's, it just fades so, so quickly. And you, I was just looking in lots of different lights today and you can just hardly see it. But I know that, mm. you know, my break will come and I'll be back to the drawing board again. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nightmare, isn't it? Yes, it is. It sucks. Yeah, it, it really does. Um, there, we, we will talk in a second about other, another alternative, a non-prescription um, alternative mm. as well. But I don't think either of us have tried it. You haven't tried Suspira, have you? No, no, no I, I hadn't even heard of it. No, today. I, I'd heard no. of it. So, so we, we'll get onto it. It, it will make sense in a minute. Um, but it's one mm. of those ones because I, I just search for the hashtag hydro, hydroquinone free because obviously, mm. you know, people who have heard bad things about hydroquinone and we'll talk about that in a second obviously then are looking for obviously you've heard of it that it's bad and are looking for hydroquinone free and that is the that is the other alternative is this Suspira which is the the brand name um Mm. of siastamine I think is it siastamine okay yeah um but yeah Yeah. amino acid I I don't know find out more about this stuff yeah sounds interesting and cool but the other option is taking oral tranexamic acid okay that's done really well in 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 studies and that's what lots of dermatologists are using now just sort of uh taking a dose of tranexamic acid every day really and that's working well yeah are they using it as an adjunct to to other stuff as well you know other sort of yeah i think probably you know Everything, hydroquinone, tretinoin, and oral tranexamic acid. Yeah, I wonder how it does on its own. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I need to read the studies, la la la. But that, yeah, that, that's looking quite positive as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, the main, um, you know, uh, debate about hydroquinone is whether it causes cancer. So yeah. do you think it causes, after reading, do you think it causes cancer? No. No. <laughs> short answer. No, I don't. It doesn't appear to, does it? It doesn't, no. It doesn't. And actually, that was one of the ones I hadn't heard. I've heard of, you know, the ochronosis, and I've heard that basically it bleaches the area around your, around the pigmentation mm. leading to sort of patchiness. I hadn't actually heard really much about the carcinogenic yeah. rumour. But yeah. 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 Um, that you know, that's why I've I've seen some people sort of hating on other people on Facebook. So, you know, somebody posts saying I'm using hydroquinone, somebody will comment saying it's it causes cancer. And then they go, Does it? And they go, Yeah, do your research. <laughs> and uh, if you do the research, it looks like it doesn't cause cancer. It's more that uh... it's closely related to another chemical which does cause cancer called benzene so um it's so closely related that you know that's enough of a concern i see yeah raise people's caution level to the point where they're not entirely happy to say that it's 100 percent safe okay yeah there hasn't been a single case of hydroquinone causing cancer at all but there was a a rat study where they they fed the rats an enormous amount of hydroquinone but they they injected them with it too yeah 
Yeah, they were feeding, they were eating hydroquinone in oil and inject. Yeah, so th those rats did get cancer. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. Yeah, yeah they got uh, yeah. kidney cancer. Yeah. So, um, and that was a study in 1992. And they've done loads of other studies on animals since, and there's been no evidence of any cancer being caused apart from that study where they really did abuse those poor rats. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, we've been using hydroquinone for more than 50 years and there's no cases of malignancies at all from, you know, the stuff that we do, like applying it to our face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the interesting thing that you were saying as well is that we are exposed to hydroquinone a lot anyway. Yeah. So how are we exposed yeah. to it? It's in our foods. What? So, um, yeah, I know. Yeah. So they think that the reason we um, are able to take hydroquinone in, you know, because it comes in, I think it's like photograph developing solutions. Okay. So the reason we're able to sort of process the stuff, which could be really carcinogenic, is because we're actually around it all the time. Okay. So, yeah, there's there's lots of um, things that we eat and drink all the time that have got loads of it. So cranberries and blueberries. Okay. Yeah. Drinks such as tea, coffee and red wines contain small quantities of it. Um Rice and onions, pears apparently have loads. Yeah, in a particular pear. Is it a specific right. pear? Is there it? was a specific pear that had a really high, um, high amount um, yeah. of micrograms per gram, and it just made me laugh. I think it was a French pear. Yeah. I thought that's really funny. So basically, after having read that, I am probably seventy-five percent hydroquinone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, must you run just start it. sort of rubbing <laughs> pears into your face, can you? Oh, don't. That'll be EWG yeah. approved, I'm sure. Um, yeah. That's so, amazing. Okay. What does it say? It says 200, 214 micrograms of hydroquinone are ingested with a meal of wheat cereal, slice of wheat bread, and a cup of coffee. So, yeah, wheat is a particularly... Um, rich source of hydroquinone so our bodies are our livers are used to dealing with the with the molecule and processing it and getting rid of it right yeah yeah that's what they're that's what they're there for yeah so uh the, you know the the scientists can't rule out that it may cause cancer in somebody in one man who might be you know not have been exposed to it before i suppose there is a sort of a theoretical risk that this rare person would get cancer from hydroquinone, which, you know, that could be true of anything, I think. Right. So, yeah, doesn't sound like a very, you know, strong risk that I need to worry about. No, no, definitely not. I didn't know it was so omnipresent in that many foods, to be quite honest. I had heard about pears and coffee, yeah. but yeah, that's, um, that's really interesting. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to be putting bre bread and pears and coffee on my face. And pears have got a high-ish amount of, um, what's that solution that you use to preserve bodies? Formaldehyde. Formaldehyde? Yeah. Ah. I'm sure it's pears. They yeah. have a very specific flavour, don't they? They Maybe do. Because it's formaldehyde. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> 
just going to look it up. Am I lying about pears and formaldehyde? Definitely a fruit. <laughs> it was this. I think there's arsenic in apple seeds. That's true, but they taste arsenicy. Yeah, they, they do, taste, and they, we know what yeah. arsenic tastes like because of apple seeds. And we well, can it tastes of almonds, doesn't it? It tastes of bitter almonds. Yeah. yeah. There we are. A pear contains 50 times more formaldehyde than is found in any vaccine. Da -da -da -da. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, How weird. Me coming through with my pear facts today. <laughs> <laughs> Skincare with pears. <laughs> Skin pear with friends. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So now that we've just squashed that um, rumor, it does not give you cancer, but it's very similar to something that does give you cancer. Yeah. It um, might if you inject a lot of it into a rat. Yes. But yes. No, we're yes. not doing that. So the, the one that I had heard, so this is the big myth for me, um, is that, mm. and, and actually it's a, it's a myth that is very much supported by a lot of um, websites that purport to report on, on skincare is using mm. the word bleach with hydroquinone. Yeah. Um, so it obviously, we know it lightens. Um, so I think um, some people have, uh, have expressed their sort of worries about it containing bleach mm. or, 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 you know, effectively bleaching the skin. What do we say no. to that? No. Well, it's, not, it's a different yeah. sort of chemical process. Mm -hmm. You know, um, hydroquinone inhibits melanin production. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not that easy to change the colour of the skin. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's sort of, it competes with uh, tyrosine in the formation of melanin. So it stops, it blocks the melanin from being produced. Okay. So it doesn't. Yeah, so it doesn't change the colour of the skin as such. It stops this excess melanin from being made. Right. Yeah. I mean, have you noticed any lightening of your skin at all? Definitely not. No. Yeah. And in fact, um, the, when when my um, melasma started, for me, it was almost like having a dark map drawn under my eyes and then someone mm. had taken like white eyeliner and draw so it was almost like it had a natural mm. white border to it um yeah. anyway um and but that's gone yeah so it's yeah. almost so, like you know, it, yeah you'd have to look very hard to 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 see it now yeah, yeah. and that's you it. didn't notice it did you and no other lightening no. of the skin around the um no the no so that was a that was a question actually we had on the skincare with friends Facebook group. Um, Anamik asked, "How does it sort of whiten or lighten the only uh, the affected area and not the skin around it?" Because I always thought like when when I had my um, when I first got my uh, prescription from Dermatica, I would they would say rub it all over your face and I was like no I don't want to do that because I don't want my whole face no. to lighten. So I was just putting it in. Mm. like dabbing it into the affected areas now it just goes everywhere <laughs> yeah where do, do you are you do you sort of target it when you put it on no I've got my pigmentations all over my face really right so yeah it's sort of lacy all around my forehead the sides of my faces I'm quite lucky in that it doesn't really affect the middle of my face right which is quite good you know I haven't I you know you see a lot of women with um yeah. asthma moustaches yeah which is unfortunate. 
and your pattern that's you know that's not great is it to have it right no. underneath your eye but possibly so, yeah. quite common I would say especially if it is related to um sun damage mm. I would yeah. say it's probably not yeah. uncommon to, to have it there um mm. I remember because you know I, I was really irresponsible with sunscreen so I remember because I don't have eyebrows naturally I my my melasma you can't really see it now but it's very dark under the eyebrow that's where it starts it oh, starts under the eyebrow and draws around so it's obviously where that's I wasn't, wasn't putting on sunscreen because I didn't want it to stay penciled in eyebrows which is really I sh- obviously should have been slapping it on and then penciling my eyebrows in afterwards but oh my yeah. god um yeah. yeah so really that's the if it's targeting those targeting those melanocytes and t- telling them not to make yeah. any more any more um melanin in that area how is it mm. then not targeting the others well i think it's just that those ones are spewing out melanin mm. you know it's it hasn't got such a great effect that it can stop it can stop melanin full stop so yeah you know there is still going to be a melanin produced by all the cells yeah you know, the ones that are really chucking it out yeah it's it's having that much effect on those ones because they're the ones that are doing more so yeah it has the effect of make you know creating a sort of even playing field when it comes to melanin production throughout right. all of the cells That's so what is. Yeah. yeah what you put in your um in your little study here i think explains that really nicely mm. as a as a counter argument to actually bleaching so you said that the hydroquinone blocks the enzyme tyrosinase and completes with tyrosine uh, competes with tyrosine to prevent its eventual conversion into melanin rather than actually taking the color out of the skin afterwards yes so yeah the perfect you know that's how it's the antithesis really of bleaching it's stopping it before it has the chance to make that rather than taking taking that that color out yeah yeah okay however there, there was so I and I wasn't aware of it either. Um, but basically, destruction of the melanocytes, so the you know, what actually makes the melanin, that actually isn't a myth. So yeah. hydroquinone can react with oxygen to form hydroxybenzoquinone, which can kill the cells that make melanin and mm. therefore can bleach the skin. So this is basically why we have hydroquinone in this country on prescription only, um, mm. and also in um, in ways in delivery mechanisms that don't allow it to mix with oxygen. So basically, if you've got your little fifteen mil pump from Dematica Skin, and I think Skin and Me, um, do they do hydroquinone yeah. as well? Yeah, I so obviously, so, yeah. yeah, I think they do. Um, so it, basically the advice is to throw your hydroquinone away as soon as it starts to yellow. And I have to admit, I've actually been guilty of using it after it starts to yellow only because oh, yeah. I've used tretinoin after it starts to yellow, you know, because sometimes mm. um, I'm quite slow with using up the um, Dematica. Sometimes yeah. I don't want to put it. It goes a long way, actually, that it, 15 mils, doesn't it? It really, really does. To me, I have real problems using that up in a month. Um, but now I will be really very strict about as soon as it starts mm. to show that yellowishness, then I am going to start throwing it away. Um, yeah. So you have to make sure that your hydroquinone is in airtight containers with a pump. Um, mm-hmm. So there's minimal mixing with oxygen and throw away when it starts to yellow. Um, so, and again, 
I think that's where it gets its kind of bad rap is that possibly in very dodgy whitening and yeah. bleaching processes and, and you know, o- o- over the internet, black market, whitening stuff, hydroquinone yeah. is probably the friendliest ingredient in what is a really frightening cocktail of ingredients that probably will bleach your skin mm. um, and, in, and in dangerous, um, you know, strengths. Um, so rather than it being the hydroquinone itself, it could be a myriad of other things that people are using in very dodgy um, skin lightening formulations. Yeah, God yeah. knows. So, you know, it makes sense that they would make it a prescription only. Yeah. Thing, but, you know, that's not to say that it's dangerous. It just needs no. to be well controlled and Absolutely. used correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you did touch on this earlier. So what is exogenous ochronosis? So that's when your skin turns an alarming shade of blue, grey. Okay. Black. Yeah. So probably like the opposite of what you're trying to achieve mm-hmm. when you're treating your melasma is to make it blacker. Yeah. Um, that would yeah. be absolutely um, terrible, you know, if you're trying to. Horrifying. The worst you? thing yeah. you can imagine. Yeah, it must be awful for, for those mm. people who have suffered from it. So why? how yeah. does it happen? Basically, the um, hydroquinone starts to accumulate in the skin. And uh, after a long period of time, it polymerizes to uh, a substance called homogentistic acid, okay. which is black. Yeah, it's a really dark color. Okay. So, um, yeah, and you'll be treating your melasma with the hydroquinone for years and years and years, and then you'll start to notice the melasma possibly getting worse. But it's not it's not the melasma; it's actually an accumulation of the hydroquinone sort of collecting in oh. your cells. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's not very easy to treat. They've tried all sorts of things like steroids and tretinoin; they don't work. No. So uh, yeah. The best option is laser for it. So basically just burning it out. Oh, that's so, so awful. Yeah. So not something you want to risk getting. Um, so it, it seems to be that the longer people are using hydroquinone, the more likely it is you are to get this ochronosis. Okay. I don't know of anyone who's had it or seen any pictures of anyone who thought they might have had it or anything in the skincare groups. Yeah. Yeah. And you said there that there's a report um, in the US that there were 37 cases from 1983 to 2014. So not enough for it to be, you know, for us to laugh it off. Um, But, you know, definitely very, very small numbers. Mm. Yeah, I think it's, you know, from total unbridled use of hydroquinone all the time for years. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Right. it seemed to be something that was just happening in uh, Asia and Africa. Um, but you know, there are, have been some cases among, you know, lighter skinned people in America. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely something that you can't, you know, think, Oh, well, it won't happen to me. I'll just keep using it. It's fine. Cause it might, yeah. that would, that would be absolutely devastating. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Um, Lab Muffin, who, um, Mm. probably everyone who's listening to this knows um, who she is what's her real name Michelle 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 Wong Michelle Wong um yeah and she was really what what she was writing in her blog about it again is the prevalence of probably dodgy other dodgy compounds like mercury compounds that are found in quite a few 
controversial skin whitening formulas as well. I'm not saying they they cause the ochronosis, but again, it's it could be hydroquinone itself in in really high percentages used with some other kind of dodgy stuff. Um, yeah. And that's why it's used under the supervision of a dermatologist. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, don't don't buy any shite from eBay or anyone no. else. God knows. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know what you're getting and it could be mercury. Oh my goodness. And yeah, that's the thing as well. I, you know, I get really frustrated as I'm sure you are now because your melasma's made a return, although I can't, yeah. you know, I can't see it at all. I can't but, see um, it on the monitor, no. No. Um, is that it has to be such a long break from hydroquinone as well. Yeah. That's the bit that really gets me. It's like, okay, yeah. I get it for about six weeks, maybe two months, but three month break? Come on. Yeah. I don't know what they're basing that break on. You know what? I don't know if there's any evidence about how long the break should be. That was my question. Because you know, I think, I think yeah. to be on the safe side, they've gone, okay, well, prolonged use of hydroquinone as per these studies, you know, can increase mm. perhaps the danger of, um, of of developing this really rare um, ochronosis. But yeah, to give, to give it then the three months off, because you're kind of, you're not undoing the good and you never back I'll ne I don't think my my melasma personally will ever be back to mm. square one if you know no. but I never want I don't ever want to attempt that try that theory no. out either yeah yeah why three months yeah we do, I don't think I don't think they know this I think they're just sort of thinking well the skin cycle is six weeks so we do yeah two skin cycles yeah which totally uh, makes sense. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for thinking of us, but I'd rather yeah. you didn't. Yeah, because um, you know, there's because there's concerns about it. They could have you know just taken it off the table altogether. So. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Lucky, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those are the really common myths. But the, another really very common one, and this I have to say, has been um, every time I've spoken about um, either tretinoin or melasma or hydroquinone, just on mm. my um, just on my Instagram page, it doesn't have loads of followers. There's one particular woman who just comments like, "This is really bad. Your your chance of amyloidosis. Mm -hmm. You're going to prematurely age your skin. This is terrible." She's even then mm. messaged other people who've commented on on oh, my no. post as well, and sort she of needs got to go, to Natalie. I know it's she's really a Debbie Downer. I know she's been she's been quiet of late, but then I saw her actually comment on Dematica. <laughs> And I was like, oh, gosh, it's all yours now. <laughs> you can yeah. have it. <laughs> um, oh, no, I haven't seen her. I've oh, digitally I'll, met that person. No, I'll, um, it's, I, I don't know. And she asks a lot of questions, which is really cool. Um, and if people don't mind answering, then that's absolutely fine. But you know what it's like. If yeah. it's not a post of yours on your page, then you just think, oh, no, leave it out. That person, that person didn't yeah. want a discussion. Like, no. I don't mind having one, no. you know, but anyway, she um, was basically saying people of color. So, you know, pretty much anyone who isn't white um, mm. should not be using hydroquinone and other options are advised. And this is what I meant when I've I was never seen that. Yeah. Have you I've not read it? Oh, mm. really? Oh, yeah. No, I've seen that. I've seen that quite a lot, but only because I'm such an avid follower of um DJ um, Ayadele, who has the black skin mm. directory and has Western aesthetics, and she is a really prolific um, sort of bullshit buster, um, especially about things like this. Um, 
so mm. you know I, I maybe I'm more aware of it only because I read you know I read a lot of her um blogs and posts mm. but yeah it's quite it's quite a common and again this Cispira um treatment is specifically aimed at people of color um mm. so so the actual brand is uh and you know markets itself as hydroquinone free as well so so yeah yeah so you know so why that, shouldn't they use hydroquinone because uh, well this is what Deja says um mm. so she says that i mean the cispira basically is based on um cysteamine so it's non-irritating and non-photosensitive so actually when i read that i was like you know what well, i'm pretty tempted then <laughs> if it's not going to make my skin dry and photosensitive um that's actually pretty cool i'd be i'd be pretty you know happy to try that as well oh, so yeah i'd try anything absolutely <laughs> Um, but Deja said, um, and I'm quoting her, um, it runs through the black community that hydroquinone is bad for you and you shouldn't be using it. However, with, within aesthetics, it's a very effective ingredient when prescribed by a GP or a dermatologist. Mm. It is when it's used incorrectly with steroids and with other acids that it can be dangerous because it can bleach and cause stinging. So when it's used for treating acne, if you were going to have a skin peel and there are some that require you to use a sort of melanin suppressor beforehand, hydroquinone mm -hmm. can be really effective. But, you know, over the counter and applied carelessly, it can be bad for your skin. Um, she then went on to say she had a there was an interview between her and um, LBB Skin, which is a really nice um, British um, skincare brand. Um, she said the bad rep really comes from use in skin bleaching in conjunction with very high percentages, like we said before, and with other really dodgy ingredients. So the only reason that DJ uses Suspira is obviously, you know, she's, she's a dermatologist and um, hydroquinone is, is, is prescription only available on prescription. So that's why Suspira is used in Western aesthetics. If I lived anywhere near London, I would be in a slot with her very soon um mm. so yeah it's quite but it doesn't sound like there's any special reason that no black well, skinned people should avoid no but then can you Caucasians yeah exactly but I think if you were to think of something with our white skin something lightening ours it's not going to have that if it was going to be bleaching it's not mm. going to have a hugely um, obvious yeah. visual effect whereas on darker skin and people of color that is going to be it's a mark and a really worrying because again yeah. you would have you would open yourself up to like post-inflammatory pigmentation as well wouldn't you after you know putting yeah. you through such a stressful stressful situation so mm. um yeah that's a that's a myth that Deja's been happy to bust and um although you know cysteamine and or suspira as the brand name is sounds like it's a really nice thing to try they also i think suspira contains another ingredient as well um which kind of you know lessens the irritation i don't know are you looking it up no i'm looking at um the safety of hydroquinone for black oh. skin okay and it's safe it's safe intensive pigment corrector so basically and there's there's quite a few um providers of it in Britain, but basically free of hydroquinone to improve the appearance of stubborn discoloration. Um, what is it using? Let me just quickly find out what is in it. I love when you just go into a, a brand site and it just won't tell you what is in it. Yeah, me. the ingredients, motherfucker. I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those ones that you've got to find someone to provide it to you rather than just ordering it. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have to go yeah. to a thermal or um, esthetician to get it. Cystamine hydrochloride. Here we go. Let's have a look. Cystamine hydrochloride, a metabolite of L-cysteine, natural cellular component. It inhibits melanin synthesis. So it looks, sounds like it works exactly along the same way. Has an unpleasant sulfuric odor, but manufacturers claim to produce this. Cystamine cream. Is it safe? Yes. <laughs> Natural mm-hmm. molecule with an excellent safety profile and known anti-melanoma and anti-carcinogenic effect. So actually, it sounds like a pretty, pretty amazing all-round um, ingredient. Mesoaesthetic, okay. mesoaesthetic, um, do one, but mesoaesthetic's really expensive. Yeah, it's fifty-five quid. Mm. Yeah, yeah, That's you can't because you'd need to use it all the time. Yeah, fifty-five quid <clears throat> is insane. No way. And again, yeah. if it's got the sort of shelf life of anything like hydroquinone there's no point you're not going to buy 30 mils of it are you and keep it for three months no because it's it's either going to lose efficacy or it's just going to be bad for you get some hydroquinone yeah. from the dermatologist and get then... some hydroquinone um the other question we had from from someone from the facebook yeah. group basically said will your face explode after 12 weeks <laughs> she's seen arguments about this on the internet yeah and it's true. We don't know. Like you said, it, you know, there. No, there's no know. specific research, and they don't even know how long it takes to cause ochronosis. Yeah, there isn't. Yeah, basically, they know that it's happened to some people. They don't know how long they were using it for. So yeah, they're just, you know, they've noted that it happens. So they just exercise caution, extreme caution. So yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I might look at this Suspira stuff when the when the salon's open. There's no providers of it in Wales. I already checked. Oh, there's one in Hereford. Um, we'll give them a ring in Hereford and go, what's all this about then? Tell us what's in your cream. Yeah. <laughs> you like it for you? <laughs> Is it all right or what? Yeah. What what's it like? 50 quid. And then hang up. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Uh, we busted the myths. We just busted, we busted them. We busted so many myths, it's unbelievable. Um yeah, I think that kind of does help because it is being yeah. a bit vilified, this old hydroquinone. Um yeah. and really we don't think it's pretty good reason. Um, you know, I but, you know, like if you're sort of looking at all these this clean beauty bullshit, hydroquinone is in pairs. It's in coffee, yeah, natural rub extract. It, rub it on your face, rub it all over your yeah. face. You can put it on the highlighter, like on your cheekbones, like Gwyneth does with um, sunscreen. Is that what she does? I, I didn't catch the Did you the not see it? No. So how have you Natalie messaged me oh. earlier on and said, have you been keeping up with all this Gwyneth Paltrow twattery? And I was like, no. Uh, and, I, and then I Googled it and the first thing that popped up was, Gwyneth Paltrow has given Kim Kardashian a vibrator, um, oh. uh, some lubricant and a candle that smells like a vagina as a present for getting divorced. I was like, oh, oh nice. That's, that's kind. Yeah, that sounds goopy. No, this one yeah. is, so it, I think Caroline Hirons was annoyed more that age okay. coming out. Yeah, she's giving out really silly advice when it comes to sunscreen. And, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I like I like Grace Paltrow's face because, you know, she hasn't done too much. Like she's got, you know, mm. she she's I don't know, I guess she's knocking on 50 now. She's 48, 49. Yeah. And like, mm. you know, she's kind of a natural and stuff. But she's got a lot of sun damage, especially on her chest. 
Um, yeah, she's freckly, isn't she? She's, she's very freckly, but she's you can see that there's like quite a bit of damage and, and around her nose and cheeks as well. So basically she went through her beauty secrets and she went, I don't really like to slather myself in sunscreen. I just like to like use it as a highlighter. And then she just did this little dotty thing. <laughs> on the bit, she went on the bit, the sun will touch. So basically. Oh my God, yeah, the sun doesn't touch anywhere else. Other it than doesn't touch your eyelids. Where you put your highlighter. Yeah. Oh my god. So use it as a highlighter, but it so that um angered people, but also the fact that it was sort of amplified by Vogue magazine. So it was in conjunction with Vogue magazine. And I think people were more annoyed by that. And actually yeah. Caroline Hirons made a really good point, which is so many of these influences, and you know, there are many in the skincare world, would have absolutely mm. ripped a young TikToker for saying that and and done a reaction video and just reacted and, re, you know, and just been really bitchy mm. and taking them down. Um, <clears throat> but it was Gwyneth Paltrow and Vogue magazine, so that that didn't really happen. And people have okay. sort of that said, that's, you know, what, you, what you've said is, you know, not true and also really dangerous. What are you talking yeah. about? Um, I was just going to say, oh, surely people don't believe anything that she says. And then I thought, no, they do. They really, really do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Like, I really love Drew Barrymore, but she did something. I think it was like Sunday Riley. Did I tell you? Sunday Riley got quite a, um, it's like an AHA, AHA sort of, I don't know, like mask, rinse off mask type thing. Mm. But it's quite, it was, it's, it's quite high, you know, percentage of what whatever AHA it was. And she was like, I like to put this on my skin and then cycle to work in like, <laughs> down, like downtown LA at like a left. Crazy bitch. Lesson. <laughs> she did this whole little video. But Sunday Riley stupidly went, Oh, isn't this really sweet? Drew Barrymore's like, instead of going, Thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate the free PR, however. I, I really, you know, oh, do that. You know, you should be yeah. rinsing it off your face. God bless her. Um, celebrities can say anything now. That's what makes them so hilarious. Yeah, they're just human beings. They don't know. No, they're just idiots like us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, I know. Yeah, I got into an argument and work with my one of my dental nurses. Oh she no. She's just like she cried. This is really sweet. She's like. Right, how do I get my skin like yours, Nia? You know, like I've had a facelift. I'm like, well, thank you. That, I have not had a facelift. <laughs> that is the ultimate and, compliment. Yeah, yeah, I was really happy. But then she said, um, I said, well, first of all, you've got to sort your sunscreen. First step of being uh, getting in with skincare and improving your skin is going to be getting a good sunscreen that you're happy to wear every single day. And she was like, uh every day I'm like yeah what about if I go on some beds <gasps> I nearly punched her in the face they don't exist like, no. <laughs> and she she listens actually she might even hear me Jodie step away from that machine oh, <laughs> Jody, don't, honestly Jodie don't do it I did it I did it in my 20s yeah. um I I fully put my melasma down to just taking the piss out of not using sunscreen and sunbirds as well yeah. I really do yeah. I, I don't put it down to anything else anymore I was kind of in denial and thought it might be hormonal but mm. oh no don't do it oh my god I just can't believe they're still open 
Sunday. Yeah, how is it legal? They're so dangerous. Weird. I know a place in Barry, which is like a really, really nice place, and they do these amazing um, um, fake tans. The one I told you about called Tanya mm. Whitebits. Um, and oh, it's yeah, still cool, and it's a like really that, cute little salon. But she still has a sunbed in the back, right? Just get, just get rid of it. Be like opening a really nice cafe and then just serving Nescafe. I don't know. It's just silly. I, yeah. You know, you're either about looking after yourself or you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's mixed messages. It is. Oh dear. Well, hopefully Jodie mm. will listen and when we're I was gonna say we're not yeah. being judgmental, but we are, but only because I would like to turn the clock back twenty years. Yeah, and tell myself that when did you start you know, wearing sunscreen? I think I've worn it, you know, I think it was probably mid-twenties. Yeah. Wow, you're wearing sunscreen daily from your mid-twenties. Yeah, well, maybe not daily, but every time I went out and the sun was visible. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. I did but not I, um, <clears throat> I felt I fell asleep on a beach in Thailand once on holiday for like two hours or something. <laughs> and I woke up and my boyfriend at the time was like, why didn't you wake me up? I'm in pain. My face hurts. Oh, and we were going to a wedding the next day. I have a rich friend who got married in Thailand. And my skin literally slid off. It just glid off my face. It was rank. And I think that was it. Yeah, That's that was rude. it. Hopefully for your relationship as well. I hope you dumped him. Yeah. Yeah, it was over. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most sad experience of my life just like just trying to put makeup on my face it was just proper something like that it Mm. takes weeks and weeks to get over doesn't it yeah that man was burning it was so bad and I don't think my skin ever recovered I think that was it no yeah that's it It get you get traumatized it is traumatized um oh yeah just yeah, step her away from the the sunbeds. Yeah, just or legalize them. They're just mad. Yeah, I don't think I really don't think they should exist. Nothing feels like you know. I love feeling the sun on my skin, and especially for us now, the first yeah. we've had the first real warm weather of yeah ages. You know, yeah, it was in the twenties, I guess, yesterday, early low twenties. Yeah. So I don't know what that is in American like high 60s I guess 700 degrees yeah. <laughs> high 60s like maybe 70 <laughs> degrees something like that um 100 is I 100 Fahrenheit is as high temperature for a child I think isn't it yes <laughs> <laughs> now we don't know about the Fahrenheit <laughs> uh what was I saying oh yeah it was warm yesterday and like I was really yeah. excited but obviously you know put my sunscreen on and everything but it was really mm. nice to feel the warmth yeah of my body I enjoyed the sun through the shade of a tree yeah which is great yeah. let's just do yeah. that I wouldn't want to go to a beach anymore the idea of being on a beach makes me feel a bit frightened because yeah the of, of sun with no shade I'm like nah and and before like even god even when I went to Morocco in 2015 I was like sitting on a sunbed pretty much from like 12 till mm. four. Yeah. I know. That's so like, that's just, you know, it, they do say mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the midday sun. Yeah. Nobody else. No. 
every that people have siestas for a reason. <laughs> it's too yeah. bloody hot unless you are British. Which the crazy fools. Yeah. Like, but I noticed a lot of red chests out yesterday, a lot of red chests, backs and mm. ears. It's traditional in Cardiff for men to remove the upper clothing items. Yeah, when and the walk down the shopping street. It's yeah. a wonderful tradition. It is. My builder was doing it yesterday. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that in my garden, thanks. Yeah. So, um, Put it to, away, Dave. Sorry, we've gone off on a tangent, but we are talking about before. no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. You will listen to us for another hour. Talk, talk just about gardeners. Yeah, yeah. You just sort of assume everyone's turned off now, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. How sweet of you. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's that, and. Yeah. Let us know, you guys. Um, there's Skincare with Friends Facebook group. We are so yeah. happy to have you. This not two and a half of us, two and a half grand of us yet. Is there two two thousand three hundred yeah. members? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, or um, Skincare with Friends on Instagram. Um, and I'm trying to set up an interview with uh, the Dematica people. Wicked. One of the yeah, with one of the dermatologists, so I can grill them about. Tretinoid and all that. Um, I have to say, I really like their um, no-nonsense approach to um, people who spread misinformation. <laughs> so oh, cool! Somebody on, yeah. So somebody, uh, I can't, I can't remember the name of the of the person um, on Dematica, and and, and someone said, D- "Don't." Oh, someone said, "Oh, you know, would this be really good? Would tretinoin be really good for my melasma?" And um, the derm didn't have a chance to sort of respond, mm. um, but someone else didn't said, no, don't, don't do it. Don't treat it. It just comes back worse. Nothing ever gets rid of it. It's just a scam, money, 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 and whatever else. And um, the lady mm. just politely, but ever so professionally said, please do not listen to such misinformation. Um, mm, this is not true. This is not true. This is incorrect information. Yeah. Um, please get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. To discuss so yeah got science. yeah we have science yeah <laughs> um yeah that's great so when you when are you yeah. interviewing that person i don't know yet i've asked them to, to will they come on would they like to have an interview done and uh, they said yeah that sounds really cool we'll uh have a chat with our team see who's available so oh, that's as far nice. as i've got yeah oh that's really cool did i tell you about um i was watching a uh like a live session with Nadine Baggett and Skin and Me. Did I tell you this? Oh yeah. I don't know. Tell me again. Um, so Skin and Me is like a you know a very new uh the one of the mm. newer sort of competitors to Dematica. Really I think it is only mm. the those two on the market in, in the UK, aren't yeah. there? Skin and mm. Me. I think Skin and Me I think the only thing they have that Dematica doesn't is perhaps more you know staggered in terms of strengths of things like tretinoin so you know they'll start you on the really you know really low amounts and sort of work Mm. work up I don't really know if there's any other differences apart from that but the guy (laughs) the guy who's like you know the CEO or you know the guy that sort of founded it he's a really really nice guy but you know what do you you ever watch Nadine Baggett when she does her sort of you know YouTube video I don't really do like this sort of um influencer instagram stuff all oh, right I yeah so she's got it. i mean she's yeah. got you know many many followers on her youtube um 
challenge. She's just brilliant. She's so personable and really, really lovely. Mm. But she's like, you could tell that he was a bit like, um, because she was like, yeah, so um, really what I wanted to ask was, you know, um, would I put tretinoin in? Would I put it on my chest, like close to my boobies? I don't know. And I thought maybe I will. And she's like she's <laughs> just talking amongst her friends. And he was like this bespectacled man in his early 30s. He's going, oh, your boobies. Oh, um, um, uh, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about tretinoin. And uh, he just looked like a really scared oh little boy. God, it, was very, it was very, it was very, I didn't even think he said boobies. She just said like, take it closer down, you know. <laughs> you can see. Oh my gosh. Like, <gasps> she's like a naughty aunt that's what makes me really like Nadine Baggett she's just funny yeah that sounds um, funny yeah watch it if you can um that's brilliant well let yes. me know when the when, when you oh yeah and Dramatica just cut back in before before we manage to get get rid of me um cut back in to say that Dramatica have launched a 20 percent. Oh. this isn't an advert they haven't paid me anything oh they've launched yeah. a 20 percent Azelaic acid that you can just buy. Which is just totally yeah. over the counter. Yeah, just like, I want it. I'm going to have it. And is it like 20, it. 20 pounds for 30 mils? Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Mils, yeah, amazing. That's, that's really, really great. Life-changing. It's a bugger to get hold of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. I saw that they'd launched that earlier this week. Mm. Like I, I, I was just about to buy my ordinary Azelaic. And I was like, nope. Nope. I'm going to go for the Dematica one. Um, my colleague um, uh, who I work with is a guy and he just he said oh you know I really want to start taking care of my skin and I was like so cool my eyes lit up like an evil evil genius Mm -hmm. you know and you're like oh I'm gonna play with your face okay here we go (laughs) so he's just started on trek now with Dematica I'm like how how is it how is it how are you feeling (laughs) he's like my face is so red. I'm like, it's great though, isn't it? Good, that's um, good. That means it's making you younger. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, have you got your you got your sunscreen yet? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's arrived. And he was very responsible. He ordered the sunscreen before he ordered the retinoin, yes, okay. so he'd be ready. He's been he's he's following all the steps. Um, but it's it's great. It is like being a you know a cult, a member of a cult, isn't it? And having new members. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, and if I say to a like a patient who I'm you know doing Botox or fillers, I'm like, do you use sunscreen? And then you know you can just go from there. Then yeah, go, yes, I use it every day. And you're like, good, we can talk. Yes, <laughs> we can be friends. Um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. Oh well, yeah. We need to we need to come up with like I think our catchphrase should be something. We should have a catchphrase. That's what God. everyone says. You've really? got to have a tagline. Yeah. Oh, God. We haven't been saying the same thing over and over again. We need to start. Okay. You know, like SBF is your BFF. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that. I mean, yeah. Okay. Let's have a think about it then. We can have a, a competition or something, can we? Okay. Like some sort of, yeah. Yeah. Whoever okay. comes up with the best idea gets the honor of winning our tagline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, that sounds pretty good. Um, I just did a massive yes style order, huge. Cool. Mm, I'm so happy. Wicked. I've done it for ages. What so mm. many sunscreens? I bought like six. Oh, that's good. That's good at this time of year. Yeah, it's just all ones I'd not oh. used before as well. I just thought, you know, mm. try something different. That's and sweet. um, the Debenhams uh 
skincare sale is well everything is like 60 percent off pretty much oh that's i know it is it's really depressing um Mm. and that's why i was going to buy that cat von d foundation and i threw it out of my basket the last minute Mm. i don't know what it's like i just think if the other one is so bad not really locket foundation was the most unusable product i've ever tried it was sh- shit. That's so bad. Yeah. And was it supposed like, to be? So, is, it, is it like a high coverage? It's supposed to be quite full coverage. Yeah, full on long wear. And I, I put it on. I thought this looks amazing. And then, like you know, I, I, my husband looked to me and he was like, "What's going on with your face?" <gasps> and I was like, "I don't know. What is going on with my face?" And then I looked in the mirror. I was like, "Oh God!" It's kind of like just fallen into all of my creases and pores, and it just looked grim really bad that, stuff that really sucks it wasn't called that one and it wasn't called the good apple one it was another foundation oh, okay i don't know but i removed it anyway because, yeah just in case yeah, yeah i'm not doing that um but yeah to show i just went for the really old old lady stuff but you know it's fine yeah i love you salon yeah. um foundation anyway double wear it's a good solid choice uh kvd cool. foundation finder yeah should we say goodbye yeah let's say the, goodbye the listeners. before we start yeah. going on about foundation okay Lush. thanks guys thanks remember for everybody spf is your bff <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find a cooler tagline we will okay thank you so much for listening okay. um we are open thank to suggestions whatever you want us to talk about um let us know either yes. on facebook or instagram love you brilliant Bye. bye 